Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Tales from the Core. As always, I am Mike Frank Francis here with my co-host. Adam Grizzly Gray. Nice to see you all again. Episode 9. E9. E9. Can't mess with those guys. No, man. Especially from (laughs) self-help. Don't forget that story. (laughs) Hey, anyone who's still in the old program there... And just remember, self-help is the place to go, but you're going to lose your pantalones in a hot garage. And the guys I knew there, AC, if you're still alive, Kevin, they're not, they're definitely not alive. But anyways, uh, I hope you have the same cool E9s that I had. I'll proceed, my friend. Those E9s you had, were, they were retired? <laughs> no, they were like active E9s. Dudes. They were sitting around, I swear, dude. I mean, they are, they have to be dead now. Dude, one used to be a fucking, no joke, one... <laughs> So, excuse me. One that, used to be. Was it a one used, Was that a sneeze? I don't know. What the it was a was. mixture. It was a plethora of things <laughs> that I don't even know what it is yet to describe. But there's one guy named Kevin. Kevin White. White Kevin. Eitzel. Yeah, Kevin. Dude, no joke. And the guy was my ginormous. I mean, when I say ginormous, I'm not talking shit because he used to be a professional, like close to WCW, WWF wrestler. It, Kevin White. He had his own, he had his own uh, <clears throat> alias and everything. He was Kevin White. Like I saw pictures of him, dude, like on the ring, like, oh, you know. <clears throat> but now <clears throat> when I went there, he's just this fucking E9, like, hey, I'm not talking shit. He's like, you didn't take any fucking, you put your nickel in there for that lemon head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> those guys, they were fucking E9s, dude. So that's a possibility if you want, if uh, you know, career folks, you got to think about your futures. <clears throat> That's wild, man. When when, when I when I fapped out, um, we had like the guy that was in charge of us. He was a retired Master Guns, retired E nine, yes, and so he's he's now a civilian. He's Mister Cole, right? Yes, and what's kind of funny about that is, you know, Jake and I were talking, and Jake actually did a job Lybrook? on Camp Lejeune, like back in the day. He traveled, and they oh. were. You know, he's he's very, very skilled welder, and they went to Lejeune for a job. His stories is pretty funny. We'll have him on here, you know, soon. Um, because like even just his little experiences as a civilian. I, I maybe I'll maybe I'll wait. Maybe I'll just tease it right now. But he was talking to me about the different interactions with the different people. And he's like, dude, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> he's like, there's this dude that's just like a normal civilian looking dude, not in uniform. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude, we've, we've got those. Like, and he's like, but everybody, everybody listened to him and whatever he told him to do, which is like what Ruble's doing. Ruble's, you know, Ruben's, Ruble's civilian contractor now, GS type on base on Lejeune. Probably making pretty good money. Nice little chill, chill. And, you know, end of, no, I don't say end of anything, but a nice, later in life kind of thing to do comfortable yeah yeah and i you think know? i think that's i think that's what Eunice does also i think Eunice is a civilian contractor on base like he works on base yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He, he's in hunter, control yeah hunter you know when he went through uh he became a, he's like the big time fire forestry national parks guy right he has the bachelor's degree and all that shit Yep. And this is son of a bitch, dude. Well, maybe the maybe we'll tease that story also, but 
Your view's got a lot of ones you got on deck with the whole Hunter shit. I can't wait to hear about them myself. What's so amazing about Hunter is almost all the the great stories I have about him involves fire. (laughs) I wonder if he's like that as a child, and should we know about something from his past? We're not sure. Yeah. (laughs) He, uh, you know, he's like, man, I don't care what you guys say. Like, you know, because he doesn't really have anything that's too embarrassing or crazy. Uh, but he did, there are some great hunter stories. We might have to bring Vito back for that or bring him on because uh, that shit was pretty hilarious. But, but yeah, kind of kind of getting a little crazy, like a little crazy off topic there with the E9. But la, la, episode nine. So in finale, because we're, because we're crazy Marines like that. Right. We just decided to make our, our seasons nine episodes long. Um, E1 <laughs> through like E9. Yeah. It's like what? I know. I said just like that. Like E nine is the finale, (laughs) and uh, we hope you enjoyed them all. And this one's going to be a doozy. Hopefully, we don't know. We don't know yet. But hey, we wing it on the fly, man. Hey, hey, situation dictates. But hey, when we follow a plan, right, Marines? Does it ever go as planned? No, it does not. I don't have to tell you guys. Anyways, proceed, my bro. Never goes as planned. The only thing that ever seemed to go as planned is like getting up at three thirty in the morning to draw out weapons, just to not leave for the field till like ten a.m. Because you know, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, the, the only thing that is uh, that, that can be uh, predicted as planned, and you can you can bet your ass on it, is uh, there will be a formation. You will be miserable, and those are the two things that that, that you can be assured of. Now, proceed, sir. <laughs> Am I right about that? Yeah. yeah. The worst things, you know, when you think about like really like the worst. Like what was the, the the shit you dreaded the most or hated the most? It was anything that involved the armory, right? Or the rifle range for me. Armory. At least we can shoot the shit with each other. But the fucking rifle range, man, it was always raining. Fucking no. There's story. That's a good topic, actually. The rifle range. Um, I don't want to cut you off. I'm just saying. The rifle range was fucking straight miserable for me. Straight miserable for me every fucking time. <laughs> I even remember. When, I don't know. <laughs> even 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 when we were about to get out, dude. Me and me. <laughs> people were about to get out. Oh <laughs> six. Yes, the rifle range in 06. Oh my god, all of them. All of them. <clears throat> for me, anyways. I don't. I mean, I don't know where to start. Are we going to go in rifle range? I will go balls to the wall at rifle range if we want to. It'll be- <laughs> My most memorable moment from the rifle range is I think it was like Ramsey and Pritchard. I, I, Ramsey and I might have been out smoking or something, and I heard about you know you and your feet, right? And I was like, Nah, man, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, Nah, dude, this motherfucker goes crazy if you touch his feet. And you were, <laughs> I didn't really believe When I'm them. sleeping and Feliciano is the one who did it. I mean, Feliciano Nitus. He's the one who touched my feet when I'm at the fucking rifle range, when we were tucked in like fucking sardines. No joke. No joke. Okay. I finally, I mean, I finally like was like, please God, let me sleep, dude. You know, I got people like smoking the joke. Yeah. Hey, look at that. You know? And I finally, I, I was in a peaceful slumber. I think it was maybe a minute, maybe. And Felicia was like, tick-a, tick-a, tick-a. I'm like, I, 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 I jumped up the top bunk, dude. And I went right through his throat, dude. Ah! Ramsey pulled me off him, dude. And Ramsey's like, you kind of some kind of pit bull or something. He's like, you go right through the throat, don't you? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I do, but don't touch my fucking feet when I'm sleeping, man. And that's why I cover my feet from, from this point. My feet are never exposed. And plus, feet are gross. Anyways. 
Dude, I remember that. I remember that. That shit was whole because you did. You came flying out of the top, and I was like, you were pissed. I was like, oh my god, dude. Not only that, not only that, dude. You know how we, <laughs> you know, you know how we respect higher ups and shit. Fucking a ruble at I don't know which one it was, but ruble was in control of us. Love you, ruble. Not talking shit. And ruble actually did a actually heard me out. And this is this is like at those times where I'm like, is he gonna hear me out or not? I don't know. But I stood up for every motherfucking sardine in that fucking sardine can, dude. Because I said, I said, I went out there. He's because he's like, come on out here, guys. What the fuck is the problem? You know? I said, I want to speak for everyone. I don't care if I get in trouble. I just want to speak for everyone. I said, we're in there like a sardine. There's way too many bodies in there. There's not even enough racks, and people aren't. We're 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 cracked out of it. You know? You know? You know? Not really, but. And I said, you know, please forgive me, but we're supposed to get a call tomorrow. And how are we supposed to even think or even function normally to get a fucking proper call when we're feeling like this, dude? I'm talking days, days, dude. And usually at the rifle range, dude, it was always raining. And but anyway, let me let me continue. So so uh, Ruble listened to me, and he actually was like. I get it. It's not favorable. I get it. He liked to listen to me. I was like, cool. I, I got mad respect from for that. And I think he actually told everyone kind of just to shut the fuck up. Like, no more smoking and joking. Like, you know, tomorrow is a day. And it was like like eight hours away, dude. Dude, I was so cracked out of it, dude. I was I was like seeing, hearing things, dude. Like, I'm like, I hope I shoot the target and not someone next to me. I'm just joking. This is going overboard. <laughs> but <clears throat> But that's how I was so angry. And Feliciano, I forgive you, man. But you deserved it. <laughs> he did, man. He, he did wherever you're cause... from, wherever you're from. Just, because just, uh, just... I mean, Ramsey had told us, right? Because we were all outside, and he had told us about it. And then, you know, we're like, well, let's go see this for ourselves. Let's go see it in action. And dude, it was like it was almost terrifying. You were. <laughs> I lost my mind. Sometimes yeah. Adam holds in a lot. <laughs> and some, this is a snapping point for everyone. I think I have a good one. I'm not sure, though. Like, you always have to ask other people, like, is my snapping point okay with you guys? Probably no, nah, no. Nah. But people are always, like, worried to break that snapping point. But I'm always polite and shit. But, dude, when I don't have any sleep and you go mental. You go mental. And when you finally get that peaceful slumber, I'm listening. I, I, all of a sudden, I fall asleep and I'm listening <laughs> to those guys you sent me, like, those little midgets in the peaceful <laughs> land. And all of a sudden, you get Feliciano tickling your feet. I forgive you, though. I do, fully. I don't carry that around. (laughs) My personal opinion, in in all fairness, is like, I think fucking with somebody, like, if that's somebody's breaking point, is is getting their feet fucked with while they're sleeping, I I think that's pretty, that's a pretty solid point, right? I think everyone knew it, too. I think everyone knew it, too. Yeah, because that's not something that just normal people, you know, will walk around just tickle people's feet. We... That's not something I witness very often. I have very sensitive feet, Frank. Very sensitive yeah. feet. Yeah. Don't fuck Ever with man's feet. <laughs> Yo, yeah. yeah. Yo. You you want me to just exp- all over the place? I will. So I, I have a, I actually, uh, I'll tell everything, man. I don't really don't give a fuck at, at all anymore. Fucking, I have like, uh, I like women's feet, like hot women's feet. Like I have a foot fetish, man. I always like, uh, was afraid to fucking admit that shit, dude. Like hot girls, fucking feet, all pedicure and shit, man. Like, that makes, and it turns me on. I, I look at the feet and I'm like, hey, hey. I try not to, I'm just like, okay, all right, how you doing? You know, <clears throat> where was I going with this? And there was something way better than that. <laughs> now I'm stuck here with this fucking foot fetish thing. Uh, 
now I, it was, I just dug myself in my own grave. Anyways, there's nothing wrong with, like I have, and Jeanine knows, and y'all know, I, you know, fetishes are fetishes. You don't know why you have them and shit, you know, and there is, uh, oh, 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 okay. So with the foot, this was this isn't what I was going to say, but. I've always remembered. It took me forever to tell my fucking ten-year wife um, that I had a foot fetish, and I she always wore her socks in bed and shit. And I, I was. It took me forever to be like to tell her I would love her to just ha- at least have her socks off, you know, her bare feet while we were, you know, fucking <laughs> and uh, or making love or <laughs> no, having relations. That, what's funny is like you know it, we're gonna get these all on YouTube soon enough, but like. Me just watching you and the way you were talking so calmly and peacefully, I was, I was expecting making love and then just fucking like it, I, that's it. Just caught me a little. I love it, man. I love it when you catch me off guard. I thought about saying making love and see, I catch myself <laughs> later too. I should have done that, but it was too late. So what? I, what can I do? You know, there's no rewinding the shit. <clears throat> so, oh, what I was getting at to all of y'all uh, men out there, and I know it's a big thing. Uh, if you have a foot fetish, don't feel bad about it. You know, it did feel weird. Like why? You know. You know, nice woman's feet. Like, yeah. I've never said this. And anyone it took me forever to tell my ten-year-old fucking wife fish uh, for that. And uh, it's because I've 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 researched it. And uh, and this sounds fucking super weird, but but deal with me, all right? We're fucking like toddlers. Like when our moms and shit are like vacuuming and shit. We're just like toddlers, you know, on the ground. We're like looking at their feet all the time. That sounds so fucking weird, but I guess a lot of that's where it stems from. I hate saying that, but I'm like looking at the actual scientific shit of it. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, I like, uh, I like women's buttholes and, 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 and a hot woman's feet. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> you know, everyone has a nice. <laughs> Dude, fuck man. I we'll crop that out. I guess maybe I don't <laughs> throw it on Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it will be Janine's laugh. She's laughing. She's writing it down right now. I love I love hot girls feet and buttholes. You know, like that's Janine. Uh... <laughs> listen, please listen. Take it easy, man. With that one, uh, I can redo it. Or actually, this is the way it is. But hey, listen, I have a huge I have a huge butt. So, like, I get it. There's guys with butt with butt fetishes. I understand. Do you Everyone's guys like gotta, the... We all have cute starfish. Not uh, not others are <laughs> as cute as other people, but I have a very cute starfish. Mine's his name is Patrick. My name is my mine's name is uh, I never look at it unless I'm bending over like a goat in front of my mirror on, on you know. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's what I look like back there. Like I understand why women wouldn't want well, I guess some anyway, I won't get into that, but uh yeah, a nice little starfish, nice primed and proper. Dude, you know what it is, and this is the last, this is this is the last. I'm digging myself down, but this is respectable, I think. Okay, an alpha man, which I am, respects a woman and her body. That's the way it naturally was. I respect the fuck out of their bodies, man, from toe to fucking head, dog. Like so much so that they feel they don't feel uncomfortable around me. Because they know I respect the way they look and how they smell and everything. Like a real alpha man dog is fucking all about it. And that's just the truth. If you feel weird about that, you need a beta. But this is the alpha. Call me up. What's that? I think it's time coming. uh, If you have 
I don't know, man. You know, communication, comms, right? Talking about communication again. Back to comms. (laughs) Oh god. And uh, you know, I think it's important to blast your partner with some calm every once in a while, and just and just let them know, like you got to have that open communication. Because if you don't, you know, and it sits in there, and you know, you you got to be you got to be open, you got to be transparent. I can see some real interesting shit about this. A real interesting shit. And hey, Janine, for real, like if I talk some real interesting shit, like not too not too dirty, but like realistic shit, can I do that? I mean, you can edit it out or whatever, but it I, I know people would lo- would would either agree with it or be interested in it. Is you that can okay? say whatever you want on podcasts. They're not regulated, but please look in the comment section because I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> What I do you said mean? calm. I said calm. <laughs> Communications. Blast well, your partner I... with calm, Janine. The like head the last of episode. Fucking gutter. <laughs> that girl, she, 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 she's quite the specimen. That one. I, I like you, Janine. You, 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 you're cool. You're cool. You're cool with me. <clears throat> so check it out. <laughs> here, I, here I go, Doug. Like I don't give a. All right. So. So I find it interesting and also absolutely beautiful, okay, with with what I just said about a man appreciating a woman's body to the fullest, which they should, as nature taught us to, from God. And the women respect the the hangdang, you know? They, they should, from God, you know what I mean? I ain't getting all that fucking crisscross type shit. I ain't going to that right now. I respect y'all, whatever you do, you know, whatever. <clears throat> but this is this work gets real greasy, but it's true though. You know, I've been with some ladies, man. I, I mean, I'm 43, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's so beautiful and personal. This is gonna get <laughs> it's so it's so beautiful and personal. Let's just say, like, when you show and let's just say let's just say you make god damn it get to it adam (laughs) all right i will i will i'm just gonna get to it so when you you know lay her on her back whatever and you 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 make her understand like there's nothing that you can do to fucking disgust me like i adore your (laughs) being itself i love everything and and you can tell when they're like okay and then they just spread their flower and like it's all yours you know what i'm saying and you know, it's not like any kind of trick or something. It's like, thank you for that. And you, you know, go right on in. It's kind of like when they're doing the fucking what, what, you know, <clears throat> and then, you know, you're at, you, you ask them like, hey, do you fucking uh, uh, do, do I need a towel or not kind of a deal? And they're like, Mm-mm. I mean, that's really intriguing. I'm like, that's very enticing. I, that incites me, you know, and <clears throat> and uh, so it's. <laughs> down to when you fully fully respect each other's bodies and, and souls to the fucking utmost like that's the that builds a connection that you have with each other and not only that among, amongst other things with marriages and fucking loving each other and fucking and then them leaving with all that fucking shit that you gave them and let yourself out to them and then they just like <laughs> like all of a sudden I'm an asshole anyways that's it. That had a point to it. You get it. Marines. I get gone. it. All right. Listen, listen. I think you everybody get it, listening. Everybody listening. Especially us, man. Like, listen, we're we're fucked up, dude. We're 
<laughs> we're damaged goods. We're that shit that like, you know, the dollar store even would have marked down. You know, like you, you go to the aisle. <laughs> That's not nice at all. <laughs> it's it's true though, man. And it's like, not. oh yeah, no, it is for sure. Um, and, and you know, oh. like I know a lot of people, a lot of us that because here I'm gonna go somewhere with this now, right? Let's roll with it. Yeah. Um, so with relationships. You know, like, because obviously you're talking, you know, more about like a relationship, like intimate with another individual. And I know that a lot of us, you know, like, it's weird and not to get like, not that there's anything wrong with being gay. You can be whatever you want to be, but like not for us to take this to a homosexual area because that's not where it's intended. But, you know, that love that we have for one another is kind of fucking crazy that like even relationships we have with like women and it's like, it's not ever reciprocated. Right. Like they're just not on that level and they kind of can't live up to that expectation. Here's an example, a non, a non intimate relationship example. Um, want to give a shout out to pretty much everybody who's listening. You know, they've know we've been working our asses off on building this new app, right? SBX. And I can probably venture out to say, that I know for a fact that every one of our brothers who listens to these podcasts has like done the pre-registration, right? A couple hundred Saturday. I asked 117 family members of mine to help support it. Six of them did. I know it. Yeah. Fucking six of them motherfuckers, dude. Yep. You know, and one of my best friends, uh, Steve Solzy, we, we actually met, Back in 2009, after the Marine Corps, he owns a Krav Maga gym in St. Louis. And he's an awesome dude. Him and I had a long conversation about this yesterday. He's like, yeah, man, I was super excited. Whenever I opened the gym, I thought my friends and family were going to join and come out and support. He's like, not a single one of my friends ever got a membership, ever joined. You know, when he had open houses and different events, like some family and people would come out in and so then I got to talking about my friends and how how blessed I am, man, to have you guys. Right? I know what that, you're talking about, dude. 100%, dude. I know where I know what you're talking about. Yes, sir. Like oh. you motherfuckers, man, are like <laughs> more like more than family. I don't even know what constitutes more than family, but dude, 6 out of 117. And then like a couple hundred of you fucking guys. And then there's dudes, you know, who like I never actually really served with, like Chapman Good, right? He came in after us. He's, you know, he supported it. There's dudes that like I've actually never even met, right? We've just become mutual friends because that's what we do. Like, we're like, oh, you served with this dude. I served with this dude too, even though we've never met, but now we're friends. And yeah, man, the relationships and it, it's tough, man. It's, I get what you're saying. We expect better. You know what it is? We expect better because we experience the best. And like, there's no, and and anybody that was at the reunion or saw the video, like Colonel Pitchford, you know, talked about what the superpower of the Marine Corps is. Like, what is it that will make somebody like run into harm's way or run into danger, or run into gunfire for another person? And it's love. It's that love that we have for one another. And like 20 fucking years later, man, like I still struggle 
with these people that are supposed to love you. And like, they just will never live up to the level <laughs> that, I had, <laughs> that like I have with you guys, you know? And I think a lot of us are the same way. I've had people talk to me about their marriages and dealing with anger and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, it's so easy to get angry, you know, whenever you expect more. Well, you feel duped. You feel like you were supposed to rely on these people, your family. Look, I researched this, dude. And, hey, I researched this, okay? It's not coming out of my butthole all freewillingly. All free willy style. I researched this, dude. We need Janine, like, next to the timer to have, like, a butthole. (laughs) (laughs) So, check it out, man. I researched this. These are smart people I'm talking with. They said, as much as you don't want to believe it, the people that you can hurt and deceive you the most behind your back is family. Because they know you to the T. If you're brothers and sisters, they know where your weaknesses are. You know, I'm an only child, so I can only talk so much and shit like that. But <laughs> I do have family members, so let's just say that. And I respect that, whatever. <laughs> but um, from a distance, perhaps. But uh, they will, recently, they will they will bury you, dog. And you, it's, it's more shocking than shocking can be. And the anger with that and the disappointment of that is so unbelievable. <clears throat> and it's happening like literally right now, dude. Like, but uh, like with you guys, dude, and I, I, I'm, I'm literally saying this dog and I know you guys feel this way. I'm sorry. I'm being a bitch. It's fucking a lot of motion. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. But like, if I was in like some unusual territory, let's just say I was in fucking Idaho. I don't know. Let's say I'm at an Idaho festival. They got a carousel. They got a carousel over there and fucking tilt the world and uh, whatever they got going on. Some fucking you know fried this, whatever they got. Is right? it tilt a is it tilt a world or tilt a it, world? It's, it's tilt a world with okay. an L. That's factual. I puked on them enough. Pan <laughs> pan. Let me lose my fucking shit. Yeah, pan pan. I, I know Step Brothers, but but. So if I was in fucking Idaho in this fucking made up fucking carousel symphony of mine, if I felt all uncomfortable and just, 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 just pretty much just wanted to disappear. As soon as I saw one of you guys, dude, on top of my family, on top of everything, I would just get back to normal. Maybe it's just me. I know it's not just me, but. And here I am in Maine, you know, like, I don't see you guys enough. And thank God for this podcast, because I'm starting to feel better again. But I have learned, like you said, dude, not all families, don't get me wrong, but they will they will bury you when you're down and keep trying to bury you. And I don't understand why that is. They don't have the integrity and humbleness that we got beaten into us. And I'm glad they did beat, beat it into us because I know I'm a good person. Now, check it out. Hold on. So I was talking to Waldman today. What Waldman? I, I, Wald, Waldman, I just... <clears throat> I was talking to him about divorce and shit. And he said, he said, maybe it's because we're just alcoholics, pieces of shits. And I said, I said, well, no, I said, I'll play you the message live on air if you want to. I said, you know, I do the voice thing. I said, no, no, we're not pieces of shit at all. I said, you can trust me with your life. You 
You ask me to do something, I'll do it. I know that of you too. We're not pieces of shit at all. They're not used to people being good people anymore. They're in a fucking world of fucking bullshit that doesn't even make sense on purpose. And they don't understand the indoctrination that they're soaked into. And at the same time, you can't, it's, you have to try not to be mad at them because they're indoctrinated. But at the same time, they will not listen to when you try to teach them true, real human beings. Doesn't matter if you're man or woman or whatever, dude. Trustworthy, honorable, loving will be there if you need them type people. It's going away. And all we do is talk to our fucking phones now, man. And that's not good for us veterans either. I'm not putting us on a fucking, you know, separating up, but we're losing human contact. If you don't know this already, go, go look it up. Scientifically, we need actual human contact. Like, I, you know, me and Frank and shit lived in the last days of, like, house parties and shit. Go to the house party. Hey, Adam's here. Hey. You know, hey, look at you. Hey, hey. That was wonderful fucking time. Those times do no longer exist. And I don't want to exist in this motherfucker either. I'm not talking suicidal trigger words shit. I'm just saying, like, that's something I agree with at all. Do you understand? Yeah, man. So, you know, one of the things I've learned throughout the years is, like, how important it is to be open and transparent. And, you know, it's funny that we're kind of really getting deep on this episode because I've had a lot of people, and I know you have too, message and say like, yeah, man, this is like therapy, man. This yeah. is like my weekly therapy. And, you know, stands, you know, taking it that direction, man. I really, really struggled when I got out to like fit back in because I wasn't around anybody. I was out in Missouri. And so finally, man, I was like, fuck it. I'm fucked up. My dad died. Yeah. You know, just I mean, as in a that was really rough. bad, I was in a bad fucking spot. And so I went to the VA and I found a psychologist and he was the man. Dude was fucking awesome. And he taught me a lot of things, you know, in our sessions, which pretty much really helped me to deal with. I mean, it's still right here. Like that, that was like, Oh nine or something. And so, you know, you still, you have to practice it. And I still, you know, really, really worked to like be the one who's in control of my own emotions and not allow other people to have control over my emotions. But he he puts up, there's like ABC, antecedent behavior consequence, right? So you and I come from a world where if we have to be somewhere, like we're talking about the armory, right? If we have to be at the armory, what time are we going to be there? If we got to be there, oh, fuck, I guess I should give you a time. If we have to be at the armory at 3.30, what time are we going to be there? I'm going to be there. Unless you're a skating motherfucker, a good skating motherfucker. But yeah, we will be at, I'll be at the motherfucking armory because I just have so much guilty like, conscience. I'll be the motherfucker at at, yeah, at six. <laughs> six? I, I'd oh, be there what at like did you say, six? I said 3.30, but that's. Oh, 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 well, I'll be fucking mentally ready like at fucking three in my bed. <laughs> I'll be like checking everything. Is everything cool? You know what I mean? Like civilians don't do that. They're like, they even like the door unlocked. Just walk out. <laughs> Did I feed the dog? I'm not sure. And then go to work. Like, no, I need to make sure my shit's war ready before I fucking. I'm sorry, go ahead. I understand. But it's Close like the shit. 15 minutes prior, right? Yes. The 15 minutes prior. Then it becomes 15 minutes prior to 15 minutes prior. So yes, you you are supposed to be there at 3:30 in the morning, but instead you're there at three o'clock in the morning. If you're lucky, you're there half an hour before you're supposed to be there. And and it's not like guys. It's not like. We had to get in our fucking cars. We literally had to walk a minute across the street in the parking lot to be at the armory. Like we didn't live out 
you know, I mean, unless you lived out in town like Ramsey and Jones and those guys, but for those of us that were there, but where I'm going with this is like, so the expectation is that we're going to be there early at minimally on time. Like you and me running into battalion formation, like, fuck, we might not have been early, but we weren't late really. (laughs) Yeah. And I I want everyone to know, like, I don't want his message to get misstrewed by what I said. Like, dude, yeah, we are mentally ready fucking hours and hours early before we get there. I, I didn't mean like, oh, six o'clock. No, no. Like, we're, we'll be there and we'll probably be there early. And we might even, if we have to, even sleep there after a night over still drunk just so we're there on time. Like, we'll be there, man. You know what I mean? That's the type of mentality these kids, I don't want to be that old grandpa type, but they, people are losing that shit. And I don't know where it's going, man. Like, I, well, not just the kids, but like people yeah. that other, like you know, significant others, friends, family members that we deal with, right? So, True. yes, yes. When you're supposed to be somewhere at a certain time and do something, and then they're late, right? It's because you have that expectation of people to live up to a certain standard, which was instilled in us for four fucking years, minimally, in the Marine Corps, and then now you come out to a world where people don't give a fuck about being on time, right? People don't Even- give a fuck about. Like, not that we're like sticklers for the rules and stuff, but human decency that just, yeah, decency, the people that just do whatever the fuck they want. There's no consequences for their actions. Oh, I can hate that shit. Yeah. And, and so then we have to come out into this world and deal with that. And it's fucking hard. And it's impossible. I know I'm I not alone in saying that. Fuck no. Right so, now, there are people in their cars like, fuck yes. Yeah. We think that shit. We all think, don't we, boys? Don't we, boys? Fuck yeah, we do. Shit, man. There's like no if people just had. If people just had integrity and did the right thing, and you know, I get it that there's not a lot of us out there, and that's probably the that's why relationships are so difficult for a lot of us. Is what Waldman said was right, man, or what you said was right. We're not pieces of shit, dude. Have you seen that? <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. You ever watch that? Uh, I think you should leave. Have you seen that reel with the baby? I have to you send sent it me to a you. lot of them. I, I like the last one, the formation one, but no, I don't think I've seen that one. Send it to me when, when you can. Yeah. I'm going to send this one to you, but it's, it's Tim Robinson. It's fucking like, you know, I know a lot of people see, cause like they've got a, I think you should reel and they break down their, their clips into reels. And the guy was like, I used to be a piece of shit. I'm not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I already like it. <laughs> You'll love it, man. It's it's weird because he's got weird fucking humor. But like when I was watching it, I'm like, dude, that's us, man. Because he was talking about, you know, how they used to. Uh, he said something. I used to slick my hair back, and the, the girl looks at him and she's like, "Your hair looks slicked back." And he's like, "You think this is slicked back? This is pushed back." Like, just hey, I I have a wonderful <laughs> idea. I'm sorry, Frank. That you know. I have a wonderful idea, but since we can all edit this, and I'm always scared of dead airtime, I can show you, I, I can have you all listen to that message that I gave Waldman. I don't know if people like that or not, but it's available if needed. I was like, we're not pieces of shit. I was giving the whole spiel. Yeah, no, but you're right. Like, we're, we used to be, <laughs> we used to be pieces of shit. We're not pieces of We've shit. We've grown anymore. so far. Right. They need to understand that, dog. We crawled yeah. out of hell. And now, and, and then the fingers are still pointed, dog. Ever since my fucking woohoo left, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've got nothing but fucking turd on my forehead. And I'm like, please, baby, please. Like, seriously, I'm like, 
I'm trying to be like, I always promoted you. I'm like, every time you picked up the ukulele, you're doing really good. Like all the time. I'm like, I put you on Facebook. You you were so scared to go on Facebook. I put you on Facebook. Hundreds of people liked you. Everything you did, every, a, a little thing, I promoted you. And right now, it's just negative, negative. Put your fucking foot on my forehead. Even though she knows me so well. She knows my mental shit. She knows how depressed I can get. I'm just saying, hypothetically, motherfuckers. And she'll just keep fucking booting your fucking face in the dirt, dude. And the most, hypothetically, the most important thing about out of all this is what I think, dude, is realizing how evil it is. Lean she back a little. Me. Lean back, lean back. I'm sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The most important thing for me to realize out of this, and me and my dad have been talking a lot, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I, I didn't believe him at first, but motherfucker was right, Doug. <clears throat> He's like, sometimes they know who you are so well, and they know that you might have a depression problem and certain problems and always been trying to work on it. But the dirtiest thing is all of all of it is when they know your, your issues and they'll stomp on exactly every issue you had, even when you're trying to be literally dude, I can, I'm not going to do this. Maybe but <laughs> I have factual evidence of everything I said to her. This hypothetically, this person, everything was positive and trying just being positive, trying to lighten her mood and be like, baby, it's just an argument. It's not a big, that big of a deal. This hypothetically every, I mean, dude, I'm not joking, dude. Factually, every single thing she gave back to me was so down, 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 down. And it's nothing. I didn't, I've never beat a woman in my life. We had an argument, this person. Anyways. You know, people, it's, it's crazy, man, because people, they know your buttons. They know how yeah. to push them. They know how to use like sensitive things against you. And it's not humane. I don't. I wouldn't do that to somebody. I could fucking talk about some shit. This person could talk some shit about her, man, and really make her fucking, you know. But I ain't gonna do that. And ain't like, what's the worst thing we ever do is like maybe use some nicknames that we used to call each other. Like that's like the worst thing that we do. You know, we don't use things against people. We don't try to manipulate them and hurt them. And right. Yeah. Okay, and this is important. You're right. And one thing with that said, dude, we don't do that. We do not do that. One thing we do do, though, is we can be our words and our t intensity can, yes, can make yes. people feel a certain way. Ooh, yeah, I've right? been accused of I've been accused of yelling before. <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah. you, you have know yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think this is yelling? But but you know, yeah, and this hypothetical person, I, I was like, yeah, maybe we had a few arguments. Maybe I yelled a few times, but I'm like, this hypothetical person, I'm like, 10 years for an argument? I said, there must be something else going on, man. I said, this is just cruelty, though. Like, and this person said, you've been shitting on me for two months now, and I've been, I told you how low I am. Like, why would you do that to me? Like, we're, this hypothetical person was literally low as fucking dirt. <laughs> and that same day, this hypothetical person fucking made him feel like he was the specialist person in the world and it's like i'm like are you with me forever we could he said we with me forever we, we were loving and we were like wrestling around now so happy dude and that same night this person she bails i'm like what kind of demonic plan is this dude i know yeah, anyways yeah man i mean it's they'll it's, drive you, you right know, the fucking they don't care though they do not care if you live or die is what i'm getting at they do not care she knows who I am. Lean back. She did. Sorry, because she knows who I am. She knows how I, who I am. 
for everybody and, uh, listening adam you know getting close to the screen the, the microphone's yeah. behind him <laughs> i keep forgetting it's like the microphone's back here i'm still new in the game but <laughs> look look listen i'm gonna say so, this one time hey you know hold I, on man. okay one, one last time so the microphone's here if you all have dealt with this uh men or women if someone knows how sensitive you are and really you are and what hurts you the most that things could happen or they might be able to hurt themselves which i'm not i will never do anything like that but if they even do that to you that factually means they don't care if you live or die well and, and first of all if something like that happens y'all motherfuckers better be reaching out to somebody like asap because you know we love you right like our love is real man our support's real like we'll yeah, always be there right all and, and, then, day, and that's, that's kind of like when i started this whole you know talking about the relationships it doesn't matter like who the person is right we have re- everything's a relationship you might have a relationship with the cashier at the gas station you go to all the time right there's we have relationships all over the place and you know to me i i, I can't find a relationship better than the one that we have with the guys that we served with. Right. And then what that does is that makes those other relationships that much harder. And for anybody else that's experiencing that, like you're not alone, you know, here we've just gone on for like 40 minutes minus the, the talking about the Sergeant major and the nickel for the lemon head. You know, we've gone on for 40 minutes about, you know, trying to deal with these relationships whenever we get out. And one of the biggest things, you know, like I said, man, I have no shame to it is like going to a psychologist and it helped tremendously. Um, I talked to some guys and they're like, yeah, man, I went, but I didn't like them. And so I said this, I'm like, listen, if your fucking arm was broken, right. And you went to a doctor and he didn't fix it. Did you just leave it? Or would you go to another doctor? Perfect analogy. Yeah. Right. You're going to go to another doctor. Like, it's funny. People use the term second opinion all the time. Oh, I'm going to get a second opinion. Right. You got cancer. Oh, I'm going to get a second opinion. Right. But if you go to a psychologist and you don't like that person, because, you know, listen, I don't know everything. I mean, I have a bachelor's and a master's in psych. You know, a lot of time. I spent a lot of time in the field. Um, You know, at the end of the day, the only like this is our vessel. Right. This is our vehicle, the body. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And all that we truly are is the central nervous system, the brain and the, and the, the brain stem and the spine. Right. The central nervous Depending system. Depending on what you believe, you get the soul and all that shit. Well, but that's like in there and shit. Right. 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 Yeah. So, you know, when you say like, oh, something's fucked up with my arm, that just means something's wrong with one of the steering arms on your car. Not a big yes. deal. It right. Goes, yep. The brain doesn't want to acknowledge that there's something wrong with it because now if there's something wrong with the brain, that means there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with me instead of just, Oh, my arms fucked up. Now it's, Oh, I'm fucked up. And so the mental health stigma, and this is just kind of my own personal belief, which I think is fucking right. You know, I'm intrigued as fuck. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, I agree. So, far so the brain has like this almost defense mechanism and we create this. Oh, it's, you know, the mental health stigma. We can't be diagnosed with something. We can't be something because that means that we're fucked up. No, all it means is, man, it's like the computer on your car or 
you know, you got to go get that fine tuned. You got to get something plugged in and, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, I tell people this also, you know, like, why'd you join the Marine Corps? And a lot of people wanted to be a better version of themselves, right? Well, if you want to be a better version of yourself, which you've already exhibited once in your life, going and speaking with a psychologist and working through some things that you're dealing with will help you become a better version of yourself. You've already committed to being a better version of yourself. Don't stop now. With that said, and what and on top of what Frank already said, like it, it be careful who who your therapist or whatever is because people have to jump and jump and jump around until you find the right one where you know, like, oh, this is the guy, you know. And just don't fall just because you found one and don't roll with it. If and, and you have to roll with it and you're just not connecting. You have to find the right one. That's very important, I think. You agree? It is, yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure girls don't just go to any gyno, like just let something dude pop open their flaps and start poking around right like you want to be with somebody that you're comfortable with they don't want to poke open their flaps and poke around that's, that's uh, number one that's um, yeah. normally women like to go to other women because uh i don't want some dude up in my junk but understandable understandable i always have you I ever had a prostate good. exam done because you're like 40 something right talking to me yeah you Oh, I'm the only one with the prostate with a functioning prostate. Just boners in a Humvee. I have a functioning prostate with a healthy boner inside of Humvees. The poll hasn't been out there yet, but you wait, guys. Uh, what was your question again? Have you ever had that exam? Uh, no, I have not. I do it to myself. No, I'm just joking. No, I have not. I've always feared it, and I have not. No, no. My asshole yeah. hurts. So let me ask you speak. a question: When What's you, up? when you eventually, if you inevitably do have it. You going to a dude do. or going to a chick? Doctor. I you freeze? What the fuck's going on? No, no. <laughs> was, I was thinking, that's a rough one. Like, I was thinking, like, chick, cool. Chick all man. day for me over here. Well, well, chick, cool. But, man, he understands. It's just like a, okay, da, 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 da. Like, it's a profession, but a chick, cool. So I would probably actually ask for a man, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Well, what if they like? Woody. Apparently, like, it's unprofessional, huh? It I don't matter. want to pop a Woody when a I don't woman... want to pop a Woody with a dude. What? <laughs> Wait, listen to me. I think Jeannie knows what I'm talking about. Listen, okay, I'm not gonna pop a Woody with a man, no matter who the fuck he is. I don't care if you're fucking. What if Hulk you do? Hogan. What if you do? You don't know. Well, well, there it is. Hey, take a picture <laughs> of it. You know, take a picture of it. Fucking send it to your grandma. I don't care. All right, but I'm more likely to pop a fucking unwelcomed boner with a fucking hot fucking if she is hot chick or any kind of chick slipping her fucking <laughs> finger at my bunghole so to just avoid all that to make it more like just like bing bang boom i'm going there for a fucking checkup i just want a man to just stick his finger i said it i just rather have a man just fucking stick his fucking finger in my butthole just for a second and just get the fuck out of there because i will get a boner with a uh, listen the day that it comes for me to get my dirt star finger blasted i'm going to a chick like because what if you accidentally come, dude? Like, get the fuck out of here. What are you, 13? It's not going to happen. <laughs> Seriously, you're not going to come. You should do a poll how many men have had a prostate exam and actually, like, ejaculated. Yeah. That would be a dude, fucking very interesting poll. Wasn't that? What was that? It was, what was it? Was it American Pie with Stifler? Or no, no, no. It was another movie. But he was like, did I say two fingers? Make it three. Oh. It's one of those. Freddie got fingered, Euro trip, something like it's that. It's one of those 
it's the same director that a director i can't believe i can't one of the wonderful directors Steven that Spielberg, created, yeah no 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 the one who created uh um knocked up and all that shit the guy who actually put himself yeah. in that movie he, he's in all those Step Brothers, all that shit that guy it's not steven spielberg though <clears throat> but um have uh I don't know how far I like jumping in these conversations, but I don't know when we want to change it or something, but I can just go on forever, dude. I, I'll tell you real quick. I'm just going to put it out there. I'll tell you real quick. I remember when I fucking broke my virginity or whatever you want to say. Uh, I don't have a hymen, so I didn't break that shit. I, I don't know what that's like. Lean, Lean back. back. Is that how it feels better when you. Anyways. So as I. It's the only. <laughs> See, I'm just putting it out there. I put on a rubber, the only rubber I've ever put on because I'm allergic to latex. That's the uh, excuse I've been using all these years. But uh, I started I started to press it into her uh, first vag. Well, she's had the vag for a long time, but my first vag that I was looking at that I was actually close to, and I started to push my – this is virginity now. And I was starting to push my, uh, my thunder helmet upon it, and I didn't even get the thunder helmet inside of it until I came inside of the condom. I swear to you not, dude, judge, God judge me now if I'm lying. I've never used a rubber since. Hey, no STDs, clean as a whistle. Um, and <laughs> but I d- heavily promote them. They are for safe sex, and um, they're yeah. they're important. Yeah, I don't like them either, but I, I promote them too. A lot of people out there need them. The too many people are breeding that shouldn't be breeding. A certain, yeah, yep. Aside from that, there's a fucking AIDS epidemic. Hello, is there? Good question. Do you know how that's not really really a topic anymore? No one really talks about AIDS anymore? Yeah, because everyone's talking about COVID, but it's still a problem. But everybody's also talking about, you know what's crazy? This is here, right? (laughs) Don't have a lot left, but like, since we're talking about this shit, there's these commercials now where motherfuckers are like, like, you can take these pills and it's supposed to help you not get AIDS. And they're like celebrating it, man. Like, oh, this is awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And then there's another one. And like, whatever, that is what it is. I mean, yeah, you know, don't get AIDS, right? Like, that's probably yeah. like a good put out there. Nobody wants but AIDS. There's this one where there's this woman singing and dancing about how she controls her diabetes. And it's like, you know what's a good way? To, like, listen, some people are going to get it. There's like skinny people that have it. But just maybe like be healthier. Right? Like, good be point. healthier. You know, like there's a reason there's a pharmaceutical company. That's putting an overweight woman singing and dancing about how she controls her shit by using this pharmaceutical <laughs> item instead of promoting good fucking health. Yeah, dude. I got I got to chirp in. Everything you said is fucking right, dude. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, dude. Dude, I saw a commercial the other day just well, on my phone and it, 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 there was people in the club dancing and shit and like making out. I'm not against gay or anything, whatever you want to be. It was like two men. No big deal. And they were just like making out like in a club, just having fun, having a good old time. And it's like, if you have herpes, we have this to some, you know, if you take this, then you can still go out there and have fun and shit. It's like, it's totally, yeah. really loosely telling the people, the eggshell, fragile eggshell minds of the children, like, oh, let's just take a pill, pills for everything. That is so false. Lean back. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. Sorry. I At agree least. with you guys on the on the false advertisements of bad health. I don't know. We're echoing a little bit. Does anyone can anyone hear my echo? You sound okay to me. Okay. Um, I'm not hearing so, echo. Okay, good. 
So there was an Old Navy commercial a couple of years back. Uh, and Old Navy, I don't know if you know this, but they go to like plus, plus, plus size because they're that's what their whole thing is, is like they want all people to be inclusive. But I remember looking at an ad, like a Facebook ad, and literally the woman was like 300 pounds in the ad. And I'm like, why are you promoting being unhealthy? Why is that a thing? 100%, Janine, 1,000%. This is a gigantic problem. I don't think it's going to go away. I, the, the children are so misled now, just like we were misled for things that we know that aren't true that we were taught since like day one. They're like, it's okay to be, you know, I'm not trying to diss. I know I look like a piece of shit, but they have these um, uh, morbidly obese people that are, it sounds awful, that are proud of themselves Fine, be proud of yourself as a character, but you're literally killing yourself in front of us all and trying to say that's okay to other people. That's my problem. Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, and and we all know. I agree a thousand percent. Thank you. We Dean. all you. we all know that it's just follow the money, right? Like pharmaceutical yeah. companies don't make money off of healthy people. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. And and the medicine, the medicines they give us, dude. Sorry, the medicines they give us, dude will cause it will it will solve it will solve something like a band-aid but it will yep. also create another problem and another problem and another they problem fucking that's tell why they're you the most gigantic motherfucker they tell you to your they face they tell you that in yeah. little small writing this might cause fucking seizures boners fucking your dick falling off fucking yeah. whatever <laughs> you'll still take them up hold on i gotta take you to school hold on i gotta take my medicine you know yeah what a world what a world and then all of a sudden you have violent diarrhea. You got IBS. Now you got to take something for IBS. And then I wouldn't notice because I always have violent diarrhea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then that pill makes like your fucking whatever, your back hurt. Now you got to take pain pills. And and it is. It's crazy. They sit there and they tell you in the commercial, in the ad, in the advertisement, how they're going to fuck you up. with if you If you take this pill, we're going to fuck, butt fuck your soul. I'm going to go deep on your ass, right? No yeah. homo. No homo. <clears throat> Not that I have a problem with that. But not only that, dude, I, I love talking about this shit. I know we're running short, even though I wish I can go on forever with you guys. I'm really having a good time on this one. But um, so <laughs> they're like, every little thing they do is so specifically planned for you to want them more and more. And it's working so easily. And not only that, with dumbing down of everyone and making people think that it's normal um, is really the agenda that will change society that we do not like the, us old folk who dying off and shit will not even recognize within the next 10 years, Doug. I mean, you see the way these people are acting. Uh, I don't have to explain. I think all y'all will get it. Yeah. Keep your eyes on, on the road. Note, I do want to say like, and again, you know, because we're always trying to do something positive here with what we're doing. Yeah. Um <laughs> One of the reasons I really liked that psychologist that I first met was like one of his first questions was, you know, like, are you interested? Like, how do you want to move forward with treatment? You know, so just like psychotherapy, therapeutic. Do you want, you know, medicines? And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to do medicines. And so, you know, for sure, man, like when you guys are out there and, you know, you can reach out to us anytime, as you know, like we are not about the name dropping, you know, we respect privacy and all of those things. Um, but yeah, for me, it, it was moving, but you know, you know, it was moving forward with just like psychotherapy and not taking medicine and kind of staying away from the people that want to push pills. 
like like uh, you were talking about be careful where you go and who you interact with and who you deal with so you know when reaching out be wary of the people that are trying to fucking just force pills down your throat not that not that they're i'm not going to say that everything's bad because everything's not bad like i take a fucking thing for anxiety i'd probably never be able to leave my fucking house if i didn't you know and maybe unless i started smoking weed or something but regardless some not everything's bad but just be careful with who you interact with and be mindful of your body what you put into it you know mind body spirit very very i i love you frank everything he said is absolutely 100 percent. and be very mindful dude but do me a favor and like like i said i don't if i was somebody like in the spotlight like i would never say this unless like they would schwack me they schwack people all the time like this but i'll tell you right now i wish i could send all of you the information like at once right now but do your research and look how it all started with medication and look how it started and the brutalities that happened and look who's behind it all because i'm a nobody i can say this but they do not want y'all to know that on a large basis, okay? Okay, I'm not lying here. I have nothing to lie for. Love y'all. Just keep it in mind. Lobotomies, let's just say. Anyways. Yeah, dude, fuck, man. Yeah, right? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy, the shit they used to do to people yeah. for medicine. Like, it was med- Like that was medicine. That was to Torture help you. was medicine. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was for to real. help you be better, right? Yeah. Dr. Mangala. So. Look him up. Dr. Mangala. Anyways. I think this was a good this was a good finale, man. I mean, I feel everything good about from it. lemon heads to buttholes and dicks falling off. In between. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this time with you guys for real. I, I enjoyed you uh, on the on this finale. And uh, so uh, we're going to keep continuing. And um, I hope you guys all enjoyed this. I don't have my booklet with me, so hopefully I sign off the right way unless you want to pop it off. Let's see. Let's see if you got it. You know, I have a thing like this. Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Tales from the Core with my co-host, Frank, Michael, Frank Francis, whatever he wants to call himself these days, and our wonderful producer, Janine LaRusso-Stella. And we would also appreciate if you would like, download, and share. And we'd also appreciate a five-star rating. And as you know, your favorite time of the day is coming. And that's right, motherfucking liberty. See y'all later. I hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye.